Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a very fascinating show today. You know, when I travel around the world, and I've been very fortunate and blessed to be able to do so, the thing that's very interesting to me is to look at money, to look at how things get exchanged, how the money gets exchanged from different currencies to other currencies. And it's such a fascinating space for me. It's such an interesting space. I've always wondered who are the leaders behind sort of the software that has, has been developed really for the foreign currency exchange industry. So of course, I went through my Rolodex. I reached out to some people and said, hey, who's one of the worldwide leading experts in this space? And they directed me to Mr. Tehran Beirouz. And Tehran is really a fascinating person. He's got a great journey, a remarkable entrepreneurial story. He's the CEO of Clearview Systems. And really what he's been able to develop is a worldwide leading software that does currency exchange. It's very fascinating. Let's get right to it. Tehran, welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Show today. Thank you very much, Andy. It's a pleasure to be on your show I've watched some of the previous interviews you did with some people, and they were great. So it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you on the show. It's so easy to do an interview when you have so many fascinating people like you. And I want to get right into it. Before we go deep into the dive, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet, as we always do, Tehran, as you know, on the show. And let's tell everybody what Clearview Systems is all about. Absolutely. Uh, so we are a small software development company. We focus on developing financial software for the small to mid-sized market. Uh, initially, we wanted to uh, be the uh, financial software for the mom and pop shops who cannot afford banking software. And they needed it because of compliance, legal, and uh, all the regulations that's going uh, around that financial industry. Um, so we provided that gap, we filled that gap and uh, with our software and technologies. Tehran, I love it so much. You're very modest. Your, your professional currency exchange software is used and trusted by thousands of foreign exchange professionals in over 40 countries throughout the world. So it's really a great software. Let's talk about it a little bit. So let's say I need to have 
a currency exchange. What types of companies come to you at Clearview and they say, hey, Teron, we've heard about your system. You know, the testimonials are amazing. You know, the guy next door to me at his shop is using it. How do I, how do I engage with you? How do I get started using Clearview systems? Absolutely. So um, many of our customers, as I mentioned, are the small to medium-sized financial companies, mom and pop shops uh, that need a system to run their business, their small business, family business sometimes. Um, and they are what we call MSBs, money service businesses. Uh, these include the bureau de change or currency exchangers, uh, money transfer organizations. It could be a travel agency that just wants to offer some kind of uh, services to their clientele. Uh, sometimes we have casinos um, that approach us because they need to do, uh, offer currency exchange to the uh, customers and they need systems and solutions for that. And we do have the occasional banks and central banks that also have approached us and are currently using our software for that purpose. Um, so typical financial companies, uh, small to medium size, that's our market. Teron, that's so interesting. You know, So I'm in a foreign country. I walk into a currency exchange exchange shop, maybe a bank, maybe another financial type of institution, you know, it's, it's, it's very possible that your system is running, you know, in the background, your software is the one that really is uh, the one that they're using for the currency exchange industry. How hard is it for a company to integrate with you? How do you set that up for that company? What's that look like in terms of that onboarding process? Um, it is very simple, actually. We, uh, we do have an onboarding process. Obviously, we want to make sure we're dealing uh, with companies that are registered and are legally doing business. They have the right paperwork for starting the business. We consult them, first of all, uh, telling them what they need in terms of compliance, in terms of regulations, what they need to abide by. And in terms of system, then we come and offer them uh, trial basis, just they can uh, start with our system and get a feel of how it works. We offer training, we do the installation and everything, and it's all, um, it can be done in less than a day. Half a day, we, we can uh, get them up and running. Um, the training takes about, about two or three sessions for the tellers and then uh, the managers and the administrators to learn the system. Wow. Talk about fast, simple, and easy. That's why Clearview is a, one of the leaders in the space for the types of customers that you work with. It's really a, amazing, Tehran, and it's a really incredible software that you've developed and what you've been able to put together with your background in finance and math. Uh, you know, really, really interesting. When we think about the different countries, Tehran, so we think about, you know, Asia or Africa, you know, Europe. Uh, South America. Do each one of those countries have different rules and regulations with regard to the foreign exchange uh, and monetary system that they have? Uh, they do. Um, a lot of the basic rules that are in place are similar across the board. Uh, and these are usually in terms of um, detecting money laundering activities and making sure that you know the uh, financial companies are not dealing with the wrong people so some kind of sanction screening that has to happen background checks that need to happen for their clientele um, so all, all of that has to be 
in the system and across the board, uh, you know, uh, from Fiji, Australia, and New Zealand, and all the way to Asia, they're using our system. We, what we do is we uh, look at the regulation, the local regulations, and we configure a software to be compliant with the local regulation. So uh, it's a bunch of parameters that need to be set on first day of the business. And we can, uh, we do the research on behalf of our clients and we do all those configurations. So when the system is installed and ready to go, uh, the customer is um, can be sure that uh, our system is doing its part in making sure they are staying in compliance. And that's really important for them. I love it, Teron. I would imagine there has to be something almost real time because, you know, the, the, the money changes all the time. You know, the, the, the exchange rates change all the time. How does that work within the software system? So you're absolutely right. The currency rates are constantly changing. And this is one of the challenges of uh, running this type of business because you got to be on top of it. You need to set up your margins. You need to make sure that you're up, uh, your uh, website is always up to date with all the rates that you offer. You got to make sure that you're ahead of the competitors that are offering the same type of um, services too. So it, it, there's a lot of things that you need to be um, aware of. And also the accounting part is uh, very challenging for this type of business. As you mentioned, the currency rates change all the time. So the system has to constantly track these rates live with the market and um, apply the margins that the um, customer wants, our customer. And uh, so when the tellers are doing their transaction, they don't have to worry about anything, whether the rate is wrong or is, hasn't been updated. Everything happens simultaneously in the background for them. And they can just um, rest assured the system doing its part to make sure they're making um, a profitable business. I love it. And the system, you know, has such great following and so many people using the system just love it. It's so simple to onboard with it you know, from the tellers to the owners of the business, they all love using your system. It's really amazing. When we think about going to a foreign country and you go to a street, Tehran, and there's sometimes two or three, you know, money exchange shops right after another, let's just say. And you mentioned the margins. And I think that's really an interesting sort of segue. So, so, when we think about the margins, when you go to different money exchange places right next to each other, the exchange rates are a little different or the amount they charge might be a little different. Is that what we're talking about with regard to the margins? Correct. Uh, there is perhaps a fee. Some, some of the exchanges um, charge a fee on top of the margin. So when you look at the rate and exchange rates, for example, U.S. to Canadian on the market, live market rate. And sometimes customers expect that they will get the same rate when they go to a small shop. Um, that's not the case because those rates are uh, for millions of dollars of exchange. So it's kind of like a wholesale price. So when a wholesaler goes and purchases a lot of currency at a wholesale reduced price, they buy it very close to the market rate. But when they are selling it to their customer in order to make profit, they need to add a margin. So if they buy, uh, just like a product, you buy a can of Coke for a dollar, you want, if you want to make a margin, you got to sell it at 1.20 cents, 1.20. So you make 20 cents 
profit on on that trade on that exchange. So um, the currency exchange business is similar to that. So every currency or foreign currency is considered a product. So when I'm in Canada and um, I, I talk about U.S. dollars, U.S. dollars is like a product for us. It's not money. It's just a product that has a price and this price is changing all the time. So when I want to sell it, I want to make sure I follow the price of the market and I uh, make sure that I apply my margin so that I don't make a loss when I'm uh, selling it. And when I buy, I have to make sure that I buy cheaper than the margin so that um, at the end of the day, between my buys and my sells, I make a profit. That makes all the sense in the world, Tehran. And of course, your your team and your your software, you know, enables those customers of yours to be able to do that very efficiently. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about paper money for a minute, because you know, you, you go on the headlines and everybody's talking about the Bitcoin and the electronic currency, and you know, you press a button and you pay, but still there's a lot of notes floating around the world right now, isn't there? There is. There's a lot of notes around the world. And I think for, for a while there will be. Um, as long as the tourism industry is there, people are going to bring cash to other countries. And sometimes uh, it's cheaper to bring cash to the country. If you're traveling to Mexico, you want to bring your pesos there and uh, make sure that um, you're not using your debit card or credit card with high interest and uh, large margins. So the margins you usually find at a local exchange shop is way less than what the bank offers and way less than what um, your credit card will charge you for, for the exchange. You see, that's a perfect example of someone from, you know, North, North America, Canada, or, you know, the United States going down to Mexico, and they're going to use their credit card. Well, they're going to be hit with fees. The exchange rate's not going to be advantageous. If they go down with pesos that they already have, or go down with dollars and exchange into pesos, when you think about it, you get a much better deal, a much better financial opportunity for you and your family when you do the exchange through one of the exchange rate companies down in Mexico, and I'm sure they're probably using, you know, Clearview systems down there as well. So, you know, Tehran, when we think about your entrepreneurial journey, you know, you're a software developer and, and you obviously have this passion about, about money. And I love it so much. So you've been able to combine this idea that, you know, people need this software, businesses need this software for the foreign exchange market. Plus, I love software so much. Maybe I can develop this. Tell us about how it all started, because it's a very fascinating story. Thank you. It started about um, 2003. A friend of mine approached me at the time I was in university. He said, there is, a, there is one exchange shop that wants to develop their own currency exchange software because regulations are becoming tougher. They need to do all the record keeping according to the regulations. So can you help? I, at the time, I had no idea what this business is all about and how it works, but I, I agreed and I said, well, it's going to be a side job for me. I'm going to make some money while I'm at school. So it started that way. It took me about six months to develop uh, um, an initial product and uh, took it to the customer and he liked it. He really liked it. He said, we were going to be using this um, and they went live with it. They started using it. Um, and for me at the time, it was 
crazy and amazing at the same time, seeing an actual financial company using a software that I wrote on the side while I was doing my studies. So um, it started from there. And then eventually we saw some other people approach us and said, well, we want something similar to what these guys have. And can you provide something, uh, customize it, make it uh, look better. And so this journey started back then. It's about 17 years ago. And slowly uh, I've been developing this and making it better and more versions, uh, more, uh, more secure, faster so all the things that come with the new technology. So every year we have new new releases that are that have more capabilities in every aspect. Tron, I love it. I mean, here you are. You're at school at the university. You have a side gig. You know, you developing some software. You know, someone reaches out to you and they say, "Hey, we we know you've got the chops to do this." And here you are at the university. You 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 put your first minimal viable product out. The company that you gave it to loved it. And then all of a sudden the floodgates open. I mean, I love that entrepreneurial story. It's absolutely amazing. Now, Tehran, there's going to be some people watching the show, I'm sure. And they're going to say to themselves, you know, I've always thought about this foreign exchange business. You know, my father-in-law was talking about this a number of months ago. Hey, what about the foreign exchange business? Maybe we should open up a shop. In terms of companies or entrepreneurs that want to get into the business, you know, can it be a lucrative business to own a foreign exchange shop? Let's let's just you know high level talk about that a little bit. High level talk, absolutely, it can be lucrative. Um, however, it, it has its own challenges. A lot of, um, as I mentioned, regulations, um, and these include banking regulations and anti money laundering regulations that need to be followed strictly. So uh, before someone just says, okay, this is a lucrative business, I, I got to jump in and start doing this. They got to do the research. Uh, what is the local re- regulation or their uh, country requires them to do, where they need to register. They need to read uh, a lot about the laws of the, this business. And once they have that and then they need, they absolutely need a system. 10 years ago, you could have done this manually maybe or with an Excel sheet, but nowadays it's impossible because of everything that you need to do, the sanction screening, the record keeping, the way you need to report some of the transactions. And they need to, they need to have a system in place. They need to have also um, consultants that uh, will teach them and coach them on how to set up their business properly. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. It's like any other business. When you're in business, you need to be in that business and, and be an entrepreneur and, and work hard and put your feet you know, firmly planted on the ground. And when you make some mistakes or you get a roadblock or a challenge, you push through. And we're going to talk about that a little bit with you a little bit later in the show. I know I've only sliced out or you've only sliced out a certain amount of time for me today, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the way in which your team has listened to your customers along the way, because I know that's a very important sort of idea that you have in terms of your success when when a customer says to you, hey, Tehran, you know, maybe we need this bell or that whistle or we need to improve here. How important is it or has it been along your journey to listen to your customers' needs 
and find out you know, from them what they need so you can deliver the best possible software system? Um, listening to the customer is probably the m- most important thing you can do in this business because they are the ones using the system and every day uh, they, they have the challenges they need to uh, face. And so when a customer comes back to us and say, we need some kind of integration with this third-party system, or we need some kind of help to um, uh, make this screen larger or better or have buttons in here that can help us with this and that, we absolutely listen to them. We are very proactive in adapting to the new laws and regulations, but also um, adaptive to what our customers need. Uh, a part of the f- success formula we, is that we also uh, research the, the tools, development tools that we use, um, and they're not very conventional development tools. Um, so that's another part of the equation that we pay attention to. And uh, it's also attention to the quality of the product. At the end of the day, once you have a product that is robust, that is versatile, it has the customization um, that the customer requires, it's fast and it's secure, then you have a successful formula, you have uh, a software that people can trust. Because uh, let me tell you, it wasn't easy the first five years to make people trust um, our software. Because uh, when you don't have many customers, it's always comes to, okay, can you give us a reference of a large company or this company that who has been using this? And when you're starting, it's extremely difficult to have those references. But over the years, it took us five, six years uh, we started having a portfolio of clients and we were able to use them as reference and uh, they were v- vouching for us and the security and the robustness of our software. I love it, Tehran. It makes all the sense in the world. I call you the maestro of foreign exchange technology and software. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here because I know you're in you know over 40 countries. Which country is the hardest to through regulation and things like that to set up a foreign exchange business and which country is the easiest to set up a foreign exchange business? Um, I would, I don't know which country is the hardest, but I can tell you the U S and Canada are hard. So they're, they have some of the toughest regulations Um, in, in Europe. The regulations are following somehow the U.S. and Canadian regulations, interestingly. Um, um, Probably Sweden is one of the toughest countries that we have had uh, to install because they have so much regulations around financial uh, companies. Um, The easiest, it's hard to say nowadays. Honestly, I don't think uh, there is any country, perhaps... In the Middle East, you can find some countries like Dubai that maybe the regulation is not as difficult as some other countries, but let me tell you, they're catching up fast. And uh, in order for the whole world to be able to do this uh, financial transaction securely, safely, and complying with the regulation, things are getting a little bit tougher for for, uh, the exchange businesses. That's very interesting. And I would imagine besides just having this amazing, robust software 
as an exchange business. They also have to be a little bit concerned about figuring out how to determine whether a note is actually, you know, a real note or whether it's a, a duplicate or whether it's a forgery. And that probably comes, that's a different part of the business as well. Plus that business has to think about how to move money around and how to securely take the money and get it from point A to B and get it into a bank or into an account or something like that. So it is an evolved and involved uh, type of a type of a you know profession type of an entrepreneurial approach, but certainly at least the software part of it uh, can be handled in a seamless way through Clearview. So that's very very interesting. Now, Tehran, I want to talk to you about entrepreneurship because you know you've got a great story. I mean, here you are. You're at the university. You know, you you, you get into the software development. You put together your first system the company that you built it for loved it. And then all of a sudden you said to yourself, wow, you know, this could be something that I want to commit to long-term. And then all of a sudden, all these other companies are reaching out to you and they're saying, Teron, we've heard about this system you built. You have an aha moment and there you are. And, you know, 17, 18 years later, you're in over 40 countries with thousands of foreign exchange professionals using your technology. So for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, you know, they might be hitting a roadblock. Like you mentioned, in the first five, six years of your business, it was hard. But these younger entrepreneurs now, they might be hitting a roadblock. They might be hitting a wall that they can't get over. Maybe they freeze in the frame and they they kind of freak out a little bit as an entrepreneur. So maybe you could share some insight or some valuable wisdom to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show about what it takes to get through those tough times early on in a business. Um, Andy, the, big, the beginning was hard, as you mentioned. The first five years, we had seven clients only. And when it's that low and you've worked so hard and you think uh, it's so difficult to gain a new client, um, I had one teacher in university who told me, if you started your business and it's the first five years, just don't worry too much. You got to just keep pushing because you're going to see success after if you're able to work hard and just believe in what you're doing. Um, so you need to deal with the challenges one day at a time. The challenges keep coming, uh, whether it's regulation changing or customers that require something that it's not easy to, to, to create or uh, as fast as they want. Uh, the challenges are coming, but what you have to do is deal with them on a daily basis and believe that you're doing something good. You, you're helping them. For me, it was believing that I'm helping the small businesses compete with the larger banks. Um, it was something that was always there. When a customer came to me and said, oh, thank you. Because of your software, we were um, able to pass our compliance audit successfully. And uh, it made all the difference in the world for me because I made, okay, you know, developing financial software cannot be the, uh, a really rosy thing to do. Sometimes it's a lot of work, a lot of mental work. But at the end of the day, when you hear the customer say, well, you saved our business by making us pass this compliance audit, it makes me happy. So I... I I have to say, believing what you're doing and keeping in mind how you're helping the people that you're helping or yourself in, in your journey is a huge help. Um, and 
as you grow, uh, I used to be one man show until 2008. And then I started growing the team. And now we're 10 people. We're still small, but really, we are, they're my extended family. They help me a lot. I feel like now the, the team is the driver for making me work harder and better. Uh, they've helped me so much through all these years in every aspect of this business. And so things it. come slowly, yes. I love it, Tehran. You know, corporate culture starts at the top. The people that work with you at Clearview enjoy working with you. They're part of the team. They know that they're providing something to people so that they can feed their families by having a great business in the foreign exchange, you know, uh, profession. It's really remarkable. Now, I've got an unusual question for you because people are going to be watching the show and they're going to want to know, like, what was going on through Tehran's mind when he was at the university as a student, but on this, as the side gig, he started building this first software. So looking back now, Tehran, what would you say to yourself? So many things I can tell myself, but probably the one thing I would keep reminding myself is that things are going to work. Things are going to work uh, all right. As much as you see the challenges, as much as things are hard, you're in university, you don't know what course to take that will make a difference. And you, you have so much to worry about. Oh, my assignments are late and now I have to make sure that I finish this work on time. So there's a lot of stress on you, um, but you got to look at the big picture. You got to relax and say, okay, everything's going to be okay. Just have to trust that things are going to fall into place, even though they don't look like they're going to fall into place. It's only a matter of time. Keep working hard and it always pays off. I love it. I love it so much. It really does pay off. And as you go through the entrepreneurial journey, for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show and even more senior entrepreneurs watching the show, you know, we all face challenges. And the thing that's beautiful that I really think Tehran is mentioning is the fact that if you don't have challenges and you don't have potholes and you don't hit walls, then you're just not pushing hard enough. So, mm -hmm. so don't worry about the fact that you're hitting those potholes. That just says you're pushing hard and you're going hard. And I know Tehran, when you were at the university many, many years ago and and, you know, you were up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning developing the new software as well as studying at the same time. You know, it was probably very exciting and also, you know, very energizing for you. And, and you didn't even know you were going to end up having a business when you first started mm -hmm. out. And here you are with a great team, a world class team working with you uh, as software developers, as customer support uh, personnel. And, and you've built a world-class company. And like you mentioned, it's small, but it's very nimble. And I think that people really appreciate that because oftentimes businesses, they become too big and they become non-nimble. In your particular case, you've kept it very insular, but yet you have enough people and enough technology to provide the world-class service to your customers as evidenced by so many people using the software and all the great reviews about it. So, Tehran, this has been absolutely remarkable for the entrepreneurs watching the show. Rewind a little bit because I'm thinking to myself, I want to rewind the interview myself already because it's so empowering to hear this story, this evolution of someone that started early and built a company. And the key, Tehran, is what you mentioned, that five or six years 
it wasn't going as well as it is now, but you kept pushing. You kept pushing one foot in front of the other. You had people around you that you respected and mentors that you leaned on and a great support staff that uh, kept their foot to the grindstone and kept their, kept their mind going in a positive way. So, Tehran, it's been awesome having you on the show. I know I've been waiting for a number of months to get you on the show. I love the space you're in. I love the fact that you're a leader in the space. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you very much, Andy. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. 